Video games, video games, on a PC, online, on the couch, in your pocket, in your phone, in movies, in songs, in advertisements, in drinks, in food, in shoes, in clothes, in socks, in chairs, in your cars, in everyday life. As we know it, if we choose it to be, video games can be everywhere. You got your console wars and the PCMR and one-year-olds arguing over which console is better, and as of now, there isn't really much we can do to stop it. But my friend, I ask you this one simple question. Who do you think has been there from the start? Well, definitely not Tiny Scoff. I, I, I mean, Big Hard. No, Noah. Deep breaths. Microsoft. Not Microsoft. There you go. Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, we got Megan on the uh, on the uh, thumbnail this week, um, so that's cool. We got a different audio creator um, from here on out. It's the Black Forecast, the same guy that made the thumbnail last week. Um, he says actually his song that you're listening to right now. I think it turned out really great, so uh, go show him some love. I do want to mention that I, I'm over on Twitter. The link will be down in the description, so check that out if you want. And remember to uh, to subscribe and, and, and share this channel with your friends, because, you know, why not? Anyways, listen to me rant for the next 10 minutes or whatever. See ya. All jokes aside, though, Microsoft has had quite the legacy. Bill Gates, with help from others, started Large Rough as a software company all the way back in April of... 1987, out of his rinky-dink home in Albuquerque, New Mexico. This is a far cry from the 60s when Sega was established, and this is only a couple years before Nintendo officially uh, was established, but I digress. And at that time, they were designing programs specifically for the Atari 8800. And no, before you ask, it's not one of Atari's consoles, it's this beastly-looking computer. Vacuum tubes. Nice. Anyways, fast forward a bit to 2001, and Microsoft as a whole is worth over 500 billion dollars, and gaming consoles are starting to pick up some steam in the US. Get it? We got the Japanese making Nintendo consoles, and Game Boys, and X-Cubes, and Sony making their PS1S, and PS2, and this funky boomerang looking thing for some ungodly reason. It's madness over there. Now, Bill Gates takes one short look at this and decides, I mean, how hard could it be? Well, apparently hard enough, Bill! I mean, look at this thing. I'm, I'm not one to take sides on console wars, and maybe I'm stoking the fire here a bit, but it's huge. The controller is dog doo-doo, and I can't play weird visual novels or listen to Luigi say f in Mario Golf on this console. This is bull crap. That said, however, let's look at the console market back in 2001. By the time that the GameCube and Xbox were being forcefully removed from their respective wombs, the PlayStation 2, oh my lord, the PlayStation 2, had been out for an entire year. And if we're ignoring the fact that I had a DVD player inside of it and only focus on the games for a second, at this point, the PS2's lineup has consisted of cult classics like Jack and Daxter, Klonoa 2, Silent Hill 2, Eco, Twisted Metal Black, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3, Devil May Cry, Final Fantasy X, GTA 3, Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty, and so many more great games 
and this console had only been out for a year. So all of this kind of emphasizes the fact that the writing was already on the wall for Xbox and GameCube before they even launched in 2001. So how did they live, you may be asking. How do they keep their head above the water? Well, Microsoft did two things. Firstly, they're Microsoft. Do you remember how much I said they were worth at the time? Yeah, 500 billion dollars. So money isn't really an object for them. If they lose some, I mean, hey, it, it doesn't really matter to them. And secondly, you get Dwayne The Rock Johnson to promote the console and its killer app, Halo Combat Evolved. This game, in my and many others' opinion, is THE reason why arguments against exclusive titles on consoles barely hold any water. Because if it weren't for Halo on the Xbox, the Xbox wouldn't exist as a franchise. Xbox fanboys can hate me for it, but it's the truth. And what blows my mind is that in what is in my opinion the single greatest console generation we've ever had as of now, where we got games like Super Mario Sunshine, Spider-Man 2, Luigi's Mansion, Paper Mario, Sonic Adventure 2, Pikmin, Shenmue 2, and this isn't even mentioning the Nintendo Game Boy. Halo had enough raw appeal and innovation to single-handedly keep the Xbox afloat. And you know how a second ago I said that the Xbox was bullcrap? Well, I lied. You see, no matter what PS2 Jones over here says, the original Xbox is Microsoft at their best. This is back when exclusives meant everything. Why was this? Well, because with every new game release, they were continuously trying their hardest to get their name out there and legitimize it. You see, alongside Halo, you also have other insane exclusives including the Ninja Gaiden franchise, Phantom Dust, Jet Set Radio Future, the KOTOR games, and Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball. You see, they even got weeb too! But if that wasn't enough, if your fancy wasn't yet tickled, they were also the proverbial pioneers for online gaming as we know it today. This is to say that if Halo was the boat that kept Microsoft afloat in games console market, then Xbox Live would be the wind in that boat's sail. Now let's move on to the next generation of consoles with the Xbox 360, PS3, and Wii. And wait, wait, whoa, what happened to Sega? Yeah, you, no, no, the, no, they're dead now. What? Yeah, they were doing this weird thing, I, I don't know, called not making money? I, I don't know, man. <laughs> Damn it, Bill! I'd also like to say that Nintendo just kind of branched off at this point. I mean, even today they don't really compete, per se, in the console market. They've got their own games, and you can only get their games on their consoles, and this is really when that kinda started. I mean, they never really released their games on other platforms per se, but this is where they stopped caring about competition between consoles because they were an established brand at this point. So instead of competing with the same controllers and, and yada yada blah blah blah, they decided that they were gonna revolutionize motion controls, and that's what they did this generation. So we'll leave them out of the console wars lineup for now. In 2006, we start off with a shitstorm. Sony releases Resistance Fall of Man and Genji Day of Blades. Not a great start considering that they were already pretty hurt by the original sale price of the PS3 at $600, but I digress. And Microsoft is coming in and taking advantage of this situation and officially beginning the legacy of the Gears of War franchise. 2007, Sony releases SingStar, a 
great game, by the way, and Uncharted 1, not perfect. And out of nowhere, all of a sudden, Microsoft walks into the bar and continues to repeatedly unload their two killer apps into the next lifeless body of Sony with Mass Effect and Halo 3. Talk about overkill. It is at this point that next to no one is buying a PS3, so they decided to change that. They lowered the price to $299 and introduced our TV screens to the heavenly face of Larry Lambert, aka Evan Butler. And with this price change, we also see the release of Metal Gear Solid 4 Guns of the Patriots, as well as SingStar 2 and 3, I might add. 2009, at this point, the 360's Microsoft virus has become metastatic and is working its way to the brain. Slowly, but it's working its way there. In their delirium, they release Halo Wars. Yeah. Oh, how does Sony respond? Well, at first, not so hot. They lied about Killzone at E3, and things did not look so hot. That is until they released Uncharted 2, arguably the best game in the entire Uncharted franchise. And as time goes on, the series just continues to get better. Uncharted 1, it, it suffered from some James Bond on the GameCube-esque issues, but it was alright. Uncharted 2, let's just say there's a good reason everybody and their dog has seen that train sequence. Uncharted 3, it's a pretty good game. Uncharted 4, let's just just say there's a good reason everyone and their dog has seen that car chase sequence. Speaking of Uncharted 4, let's move on to the next generation and take a peek at some of the notable Microsoft news. Microsoft buys Double Fine Productions for $13.2 million. Microsoft acquires one of my favorite developers, Obsidian Entertainment. Microsoft acquires Hellblade creator Ninja Theory. Microsoft buys Forza developer Playground Games. To me, personally, at least, it seems that Microsoft thinks just because they're buying good or even great studios that they will continue to churn out bangers because they're under the Microsoft umbrella. I am certainly not the first to bring this up, but it can become an issue when you become like EA where you're buying multiple game devs just to shut them down. I mean, look at their Rare acquisition. I, I know this comparison is made a lot, but look at Banjo-Kazooie nuts and bolts. What did they do to Banjo? My boy looks like a diabetic! You had Crackdown 3 and Skillbound in development hell forever. Skillbound spent four years in eternal limbo and would never make it out. I, I, I was certain that Crackdown also was never gonna come out, but when it did, it kinda made me hope it didn't. Add on to the fact that Rare was put on the back burner being forced to develop those wretched Kinect games that we all know and hate. You've got Bungie straight up choosing to bungee jump off the Empire State Building rather than choose to stay on board at Microsoft, releasing both Ori games and Cuphead along with many others since then to multiple platforms including the Switch. It's just ridiculous, man. My point is, instead of trying to go out and make themselves a personality, Microsoft continues in their attempt to just go out and buy themselves one. Gears and Halo, their once revolutionary console selling titles, are now often released unpolished and run-of-the-mill feeling. Going along with the boat analogy from earlier, once unsinkable ship that was the Xbox brand has now sunk, and Bill Gates and Phil Spencer are now drifting out to sea in their only available dinghy, paying the sharks exorbitant amounts of money to simply not eat them. While just across the pond, you got Nintendo and Sony just chilling in their luxury yachts with games like Smash Bros, God of War, Breath of the Wild, Spider-Man, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Enter the Gungeon. 
The bottom line here is, the only real reason you buy an Xbox is because you're a Microsoft fanboy, you're a PC gamer, your friends have Xbox, you get one as a gift, or you're a console video game collector like me. That's it. I would love to see a resurgence in competition in the console space, but if I would put my money on anything, it'd be the fact that Microsoft is just gonna keep making the same mistakes repeatedly. And when Sony is continuously releasing their awesome exclusives like Gravity Rush, Last of Us 2, the confirmed Horizon Zero Dawn sequel, and of course, Knack, I sometimes wonder how long it'll be before Phil Spencer runs out of dollar bills to use to plug the holes in that dinghy he's floating around on. Hey guys, welcome back to my channel. Um, I want to give a huge shout out to the Black Forecast, who's a funny, funny guy. He, uh... He's made the music, the, the couple of track, well, a couple of the tracks that you've heard in this uh, video so far. Uh, the rest of them is just, you know, like open source, copyright-free music. But I, I digress. A funny guy. Um, it's kind of lowbrow humor at times, but you know, everybody could use that every now and again. I'd like to thank you guys for 40 subscribers. It's not much, but it means something. I uh, think about it. Just like a few weeks ago, we were at 15. So you know, it, it, it makes me happy that we're getting a couple hundred views every episode. If you guys like this channel, share it with your friends, because uh, I'm underrated, as people like to say. And leave uh, something in the comments letting me know what you want me to cover. Uh, this is a little different, as where I'm not really uh, covering a game, but what I think about the game space uh, as of now. Just because this console generation is wrapping up, and I, I figured that I, I needed to take a, a, a harsh look at Xbox. I will be doing the same thing for PlayStation sooner or later, so... That's a thing. And PC as well, so stay tuned for that. But while you wait for those videos to come out, you can check out some of my other ones. But if you don't, guys, remember, no one cares. Oh, brother, this guy stinks!